This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Kaylin and I listened to our last episode, and she always made fun of me for trailing off at the end of every sentence. And so this week (laughs) on Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds, I am going to fix that problem. I can't wait to see or hear. Yeah, we're going to see, we're going to hear... Um, I want to just take a quick second and appreciate the way that Jared looks right now. Jared, I've known for I want to say six or seven years. I don't. I yeah, just I, about. I legitimately think that looking at you right now, this might be your best look. My best look. It's really the black T-shirt. I appreciate that, buddy. I got a haircut. You know what I got? Botox. I got a spray tan. Oh, oh, did you? Okay. I got a spray tan. So I'm in Dallas right now. Um, that's why my schedule's been a little chaotic. So I got this opportunity to host a show called First Look, mm. which airs on NBC. It's like late night after SNL, but it's a travel show and it's really cool. We've done a couple things with them. And so we're showcasing the city of Dallas. And it's a really cool opportunity for me. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't uh, looking like a Cullen on camera. Yeah, Dude, I get pale, as you guys have probably noticed. I get so pale, it sucks. So, of course, I, I couldn't go on camera like that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get a spray tan. Mm. And then, you know what's even funnier is that I didn't even get a professional spray tan. Ashley has this stuff. She's mm. like, trust me, I can give you a spray tan I'm very confident in this. I said, all right. So the night before I left, or two nights before I left, I was standing in the living room at 11 o'clock at night. And then just, I wasn't naked. I had boxers on. 
but like the boxes rolled up and just standing there and Ashley spraying me and rubbing me down. I was like, if anybody could see us right now and how pathetic I must look. It's a very vulnerable spot to be in. Dean, you've been naked on the podcast, but man, just like having my wife just really get in like for the first time, like looking so close, like rubbing my feet to for, for the oh, spray yeah. tan. Well, I've got some like, questions for dude, you here. So is Ashley with you in Dallas? No, she's home. She's home with Dawson. We were going to think about bringing Dawson and Ashley, but I've been filming. It's like 10 hour days. And so it would have been pointless. So you're hosting this show by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's awesome. That's, I know. That's it's so cool. Very, very cool. That's very cool. I feel like typically what people like to do for people like us, Jared, that, you know, are 30% of a whole. And once our wives join us, then we become the other full whole. I, yeah, I feel like we're they, Robin. They're Batman. Exactly. We're fully under understanding of our our status. Exactly. Exactly. So it's nice to you know break out on your own and and do this on your own. That's pretty awesome. It was shocking when they asked. Hmm. I was like, "Are you sure you're? This is Jared, not Ashley. I didn't know if you were yeah. inquiring about the right person." Okay. Second question. So that was really so, cool. Uh, you look great, as I mentioned earlier. It is the tan that I think is what makes you stand out to how you normally look. You always look good, but it it's is a nice glow. It is a good glowing tan, and Dude. the amount of the amount of faith that you had in Ashley to rub something on your body. You don't have that faith in me. I. It's not that I wouldn't. It's just I. I totally would because I don't care. But like, I'm not mm-hmm. going and hosting a show, you know, that everyone's going to see. And like, you should just you you just still did, chose not to hire a professional spray tanner. That's just impressive. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I was nervous. I <laughs> asked her a couple times because I I was like, oh, I got to schedule a spray tan because obviously I procrastinated. And then she was like, I'll just do it. And I was like, are you sure? And she's like, trust me, I can do it. And I said, all right, I just want to, I want to clarify something. So I get this out there in the world. You feel confident, very confident that you'd be able to give me a spray tan and I will lo- not look abnormal on camera. Mm. And she said, yes, I feel very confident in this. I said, all right, let's do it. Looks like you so like, then we did, did it. You and it all worked or something though. What's that little uh, dent up there? Dude, I was just <laughs> thinking that, you know what? It, it's so weird. I feel like sometimes this is more prominent than it's not. So I've, this is a scar from when I was about a year and a half, mm. two years old. I ran into the corner of a table running after a ball, shocking and cracked my head open. Dang. It's been a scar ever since, and I feel like sometimes it's more prominent. It's probably when you get the fresh Botox injections is when it shows up a little bit more. <laughs> Obviously, get the eyebrows really high up. <laughs> I have yet to get Botox. Oh, good I don't know you. if I ever will. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, between I'm Kaylin open and to it. Kaylin, you're open about your Botox that you get, right? Yeah, I, I just got Daxify. I'm, I'm off the Botox train and onto the Daxify train. Daxify train. And mm-hmm. I think that if you look at the two of us from when we first met till now... It's it, it almost might be the best selling like case study for Botox or Daxapoint <laughs> because you look just as good, if not better than the day that we met. And I look like I've aged 20 years and five years. So if that's not a good case study for Botox, but I don't you know, know what Botox, it is. Botox, all it does is uh, freeze your forehead just a little bit. Yeah, but you do it to remain youthful looking, right? Well, I do it because I have this one line right here in my 11s. That I don't want to set into a permanent gotcha. brown line or wrinkle. And how do you get that? How, do you just get that wrinkle naturally? Yeah, because I scowl a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, how do you think you get it? 
Yeah. A lot of scowling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I like the Botox because now you can scowl at me and I won't even know you're scowling at yeah, me. Yeah, it's pretty frozen right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no movement up there. Yeah, that's good stuff. I think I think give it 10 years, you guys both will have it done. I mean, I, look, I'll do it. I I would do it just for fun. To, I would do anything once. And that includes Botox. I know guys that have gotten Botox. The problem is I get self-conscious because I see some of the guys that get Botox and including like, listen, I got no, I've, Tom Brady definitely gets Botox, mm-hmm. but I've seen interviews with Brady where it's very clear that he'd like just got it. Cause his eye, you know, and this happens to a lot of guys where like, you know, the eyelids are like the yeah. eyebrows are really up, you know? And it's like, they're talking like this. They always look, they always look surprised. And I was like, oh shit, I can't, you know, it looks good afterwards, but man, that first couple of days you're like, Ooh, just stay in the house. Just stay um, in the house. Just stay in the house. But also, it doesn't affect this, right? The lines near the eyes. What is you that? You can do that, feet? but that freaks me out because, um, I don't know. I've just heard so many things. You can do the bags. You can do the crow's feet. My bags. Just a little scary. I would love to get my bags taken care of. That's the scary Couldn't one. agree more. Really? And it's like a long needle, I heard. And then if they Ooh. hit the wrong thing, then your oh. eye closes. Oh, that sounds miserable. And maybe that's a war no, that's story. Not and it's my, not true, but. My whole life, going back to middle school and high school, my biggest insecurity, one of I had a lot. One of my biggest insecurities was my bags. I uh, cause I'm not a morning person, as you know. <laughs> and every day Oh, I'd, we gotta talk about we that. We have to talk about that, obviously. And every day I'd walk into school and I'd be like, dude, you it looks like you have four eyes because my bags were their That's own so eyes. Like I was t- talking about myself. Though. Oh, I thought you said someone said that about no, you. No, 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 no. I was thinking about it like my eye and my bag of my eye were two eyes. And so I would have two eyes on each side. It was my biggest insecurity. And now it's better. Like, you know, I woke up at 7 a.m. today and I, I don't you know. look great. I, I don't look great, but I don't have, <laughs> the bags aren't as big as they used to be. So I've never really noticed your bags. Can you do things like that? Caitlin, aren't there like little things? I don't know. Ashley does these where it's like little yeah. sticky things under the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Brett was wearing about the wedding. Brett really cares about skincare. He does. He does. Just embrace it. And and the eye roller, the ice roller. Brett is a better man than I could ever hope to be. (laughs) Brett is just awesome. I love Brett so much. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson. 
because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Should we talk about the wedding or should we talk about our brain scans? We should talk about the brain scans real quick. So Dean and I did neurofeedback and got these brain scans. They did like 15 minutes with your eyes closed, 15 minutes with your eyes open. And then they came back with our results. It's like alpha, theta, beta, all these different waves. And Dean, I don't even know where to begin. So so just just to help paint the picture a little bit better too. What it does is you wear this little cap with a bunch of nodes on it. Like I want to say 25 nodes. And what it does is measures your brain's activity in those certain spots of your brain. And so you get like your prefrontal cortex, your, that's actually the only part of the brain that I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, and, then you, and then you get like all these other little um, sections of your brain that are firing during certain things with your eyes open and your eyes closed. And then you wait a week and they process all the information and they come back and they gave us like an hour and a half long explanation of what all of our things mean it was so interesting it's very interesting brain code center in denver i'm sure there's other locations there's dallas as well. there's a few and i elected to go first very bravely thank you and mm-hmm. um she was like okay so before we get into this you know if you have any gray or blue it's not good <laughs> and then she scrolls down to these diagrams of my brain it's like te- five pictures on, uh, on the top and then five pictures on the bottom all of different phases of your brain and nine out of 10 of them were all gray and blue. And I was like, that's not good. And there was, <laughs> there was one with a lot of red on it. And I was like, what's this one? That's got to be good. I got a lot of red and a lot of activity on that part of my brain. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's your trauma center. Did you have any trauma as a kid? Ah. And I was like, yeah, a lot. And she was like, are you impulsive? And I was like, oh, my God, so impulsive. She goes, do you have, uh, do you get afraid very easily? I was like, nope, never. I'm just chill all the time. And she's like, yeah, that's, th- those, are, those are things that like, it's fine but not good. Yeah. And there weren't really any positives with my brain. And no, there were, there were because you're fearless, but Dean and, is, uh, Dean is set in his theta waves. So Dean is always sleepy. He um, has trouble motivating, yeah, trouble, motivating, trouble, finishing projects. ADHD. She said, I have ADHD. No, she didn't diagnose you. She said right. there's signs That's right. in your brain. Um, and then she scrolled down to the speed and his speed. Is- well, before we get to the speed, <laughs> there's this other section where it's like, um, which, parts of your brain communicate with the other parts. And it's so, mine was so chaotic. It was like one red line for one part of your brain communicated with another. And it's basically the whole brain map was covered in red lines. And I was like, oh, that's gotta be normal. And then we go and see Kaylin's and that part specifically was completely blank. And I was like- a single red line. I was like, why do I have all these chaotic (laughs) red lines? And she's like, did you have 
any head trauma when you were a kid? I was like, yeah, I had probably a handful of concussions. And she was like, that's why. I was like, I haven't had a concussion in 17 years. You're telling me I'm still seeing yeah. the side effects from that? She's like, yeah. She's like, that'll last for the rest of your life unless you like train your brain's plasticity like this. And then, yeah, to Kate, what Caitlin is saying, then we scroll down to the processing power of our brain. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is the good stuff. And she reads my number. It's like 8.5 hertz. And she like audibly goes, oh. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like what? That, like, it's good, right? That's really impressive. And she goes, no, that's, that's one of the lower ones I've seen. Your brain processes oh, information God. very slowly. And I was like, I, don't, I wasn't expecting to be so embarrassed by my brain results. And then they go to Kaylin and her, everything was great for the most part. Mine is like, she has a lot more stress and anxiety than I do, I think was the main thing. Mm-hmm. But all the other positive things were way better. And then they go to her processing power and it's like 11.5 hertz. And we're both like, no, or like, no way. That's awesome. Your brain is so productive and processes information so fast. And then she also is like, oh, that's way too high. <laughs> so apparently there's like a sweet spot, but it's so interesting. Sorry, I'm rambling here. No, it's the coolest no, thing it's ever. Interesting. And, and so the goal, we have to wear these little headbands that we start training tomorrow. And the goal is for neuroplasticity. So to be able to go between alpha, uh, theta, beta, all of these. So I'm stuck in beta. I'm stuck stressing and have anxiety and I have a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. And Dean's stuck in the sleepiness wave. I'm I'm drowsy, chill. Nothing phases me. Yeah. And it's so funny too, as a couple to know these things. And like, if we have a reaction to anything that the other person does, or like, let's say I forget something or I'm sleepy <laughs> or Kaylin is stressed, then we can both just be like, look, that's just how my brain is wired. And it's honestly helped us a lot. I think just communicating and it's only been a week and we haven't like trained the brains yet, but it is super enlightening yeah. and insightful for us as a couple, I think. Yeah. So anytime Kaylin says, Dean, take out the trash and then three hours goes by and the trash is not mm-hmm. taken out. And she says, Dean, I told you to take out the trash. You could say, babe, it's my brain. I process things very yeah. slowly. Oh, it's already begun. He, I say that all the time. In the it past takes week, me a he's while. Like, I have a slow brain. I have a slow brain. <laughs> it's so it's so funny too because I've like seen some of my friends and I've told them about my results and I, it almost like is a crutch that I'm leaning on now. Where like if I just feel like being stupid for a little bit, I'll just be like, "Sorry guys, I got a slow brain. I'm just gonna phase out for a little." And let bit. me just tell you, his processing power. She wants it at a nine. He's at an eight point five. But she also mentioned that he has trouble connecting. Yeah. Like with me, friends, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like everything she said was so spot on. And me too. And basically all she said was, I just stress about everything and, and have a hard time relaxing. And then I have this little Eeyore cloud in the back of my brain that like, she's like, basically you wake up and it's sunny, but you're like, why is it cloudy? So you have a hard time kind of like being positive, which, which I so do have a little bit of that. We're so opposites in basically every single way. Yeah. And I have a trouble, I have a, a trouble, what, being, connecting with people and being empathetic was the big mm-hmm. one too. And I'm socially awkward, which I was like, yeah, I guess. She never said that. She did say that. She's no. like, do you struggle with social cues? And I was like, yeah, all the time. I'd never heard her say that. I'm pretty sure she said that. I don't know. I have a slow brain, so maybe she didn't say that. <laughs> Anyways, it's very interesting and we're excited. I think what we're going to do is we're going to, they gave us like these little headbands to train our brains. So if you guys see us improving, understand that it's because of brain code centers. No, I'm so excited. And Ben Higgins and Jess were the ones that got us yeah. turned on to this. So shout out to them. And I'm sure they would do the same thing for you and Ashley, if you guys wanted to do that. I'm definitely down to do this. Kaylin, I can't imagine you seem like a pretty positive person. No, Dean, what do you think? Mm. Is Kaylin positive? She is. She, she, I think she, at her core, she's a positive person, but she lets the intrusive thoughts win sometimes. Mm -hmm. And she lets 
this is this is my biggest um, gripe with Kaylin's brain is she'll allow future events that haven't even happened yet to stress My brain so fast. I'm thinking of every possibility. To stress her out. And so she'll get mad about things that haven't even happened yet. And I'm like, Kaylin, you you can't get mad about that. It hasn't even happened yet. And so far outside of your own control. And it's just so, it's just interesting. Yeah. My brain just like thinks of everything and I, yeah, can get caught up in things. But so that's their brains. It's just a small Eeyore cloud. It's not It's not anything too scary. Yeah. But um, Jared, I want to talk to you about our wedding. Yeah, the wedding. Tell us about how it was the best wedding you've ever <laughs> been a guest at. Obviously. It was great. Um, I know I've been... I feel like I, I wonder if what that brain scan would say to me. Because I feel like... Mm. I'm in a constant cloud the past couple of years. It's, I got to be honest because I've wanted to reach you're out. It, it is one of those things too, where I feel like if I did it when I was 25, it would have been way better because I feel like my cloud is growing as well. But we were talking the whole time about it. Like I wish all of our friends could get this done because it'd be so interesting to compare things. And like, it, like, it, like we were saying earlier, all that helps you do is better understand people. And so um, if all of our friends did it, and like it's a fun competition thing, you know. Like I would love to see where you do better than me at, but I would really love to see where I do better than you at, like those types of things. Yeah, I'm curious. I definitely relate hard to Kalen's the little cloud thing, mm-hmm. dude. If I am dreading something and like I know it's coming, a good four days before it's there, I'm just like I, I, I just like get bad, like down because I'm like it's coming, like it's it's four days away. That's why you should do and, this. Like, we though, have to do it. That you can get rid of that cloud, essentially. Ah, interesting. Um, but the reason I say the fog is because I've been meaning to reach out to you guys because um, I just wanted to tell you how amazing your wedding was. Because it's cool. What, what I love about weddings is it makes you mushy, and uh like I feel like I was just so much mushier at the wedding and immediately following the wedding than I am right now, which makes me sad, which is why I wanted to reach out and just like expose all my feelings about you guys and tell you what I thought about the wedding. And now I feel so much more practical and I hate being practical when talking about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you're in the moment, but yeah, when we first got there, and drove up. First of all, you guys put us in a room with Wi-Fi, which was the best thing ever. I was could not when we found out we were in the main lodge right upstairs. Ashley and I just were like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And so we got to stay in the main lodge. The grounds is beautiful. They're um. It's so much more, because when we were going there, we were nervous about how reclusive this resort was going to be. But it really was very modern. Ben was scaring the shit out of us. He was saying there was no insulated heat. He was saying that there's going to be no service and the Wi-Fi is going to be extremely spotty. And it's just, you know, we're going to be kind of on our own. I was like, there's no insulated heat. He's like, yeah, everything's heated by fire. And the insulation, the insulation on the cabins is not very good. So like, it's going to be really cold at night. We're like, well, Jesus. All right. (laughs) And it was not like that at all. It was very comfortable and warm inside the cabin. So we got there on Friday. We had the games. Uh, It was really great meeting uh, your brothers, Dean, because I've heard so much about them. Oh yeah. And I cannot believe Brett was the one who spoke, right? Brad. 
Brad. Brad's the one who spoke. Dude, I can't believe you weren't going to let Brad talk. His speech was so good. He, he did give a great speech. It's not that I wouldn't let him talk. I just, I guess we did talk about that. I just didn't want to have to, I didn't want to ask anyone to talk because I didn't want to give that pressure to anyone. Mm-hmm. But he volunteered himself. He's like, he texted Kaylin behind my back and I was like, I want to talk. And you're right. I did think I had a little trepidation about it, but I'm I'm glad he spoke because he he's good at speaking. Um, and your two girlfriends, I forget their names. What are their names? That Ellie spoke? and Tori. Uh, Ellie and Tori were so cute and adorable. Um, I felt very proud in that moment because when they spoke at the rehearsal dinner, I looked at Ashley and I was like, I don't know if Dean and Caitlin were speaking in hyperbole, but they said the only reason that people were speaking is because of the advice I gave on the podcast. So I feel a little responsible oh, you, right no, now. You, fully you, responsible. Fully responsible. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. So then I felt very proud in that moment that everybody that spoke crushed it. I was like, hell yes. We should have let you speak in that case. I just want to say yeah. that uh, the only reason people are speaking is because of me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take all the credit for yeah. Dean and Caitlin's wedding. Um, so when we got there and then the rehearsal dinner was beautiful. Um, loved the speeches. Uh, it was just so nice. And that whole outdoor table with the lights and between the trees. Um, it was ex- The food was really good. Uh, I love that everybody really dressed up for the Western chic. Uh, ben just looked straight out of... 1882. Uh, and so playing games that night was so much fun. Dean, were you hung over? Um, no, you know, I didn't, I did get drunk a couple nights, but I was never hung over. It was nice to be able to cold plunge in the morning and like hot tub, cold plunge, hot tub, cold plunge. And no, I was never hung over. I, I mean, I was, yes, I was, but never like pounding headache or anything like that, you know? Yeah. I was a little nervous. I was like, please just tell me Dean. Cause then when we, we went up to sleep and this was like probably 1130, like your boys were like shots. And I'm like, yeah. oh dude, please like Dean, come on, baby. Oh my you God. Can do I, it. Don't- I, I intercepted Jared and Ashley on the way up to their bed the first on Friday night. I was pretty drunk. I was like on one. I was like, you guys can't go to bed until I talk to you for 30 more minutes. And so I just, oh I just gosh. like sat at the bottom of the stairs with Jared and Ashley, probably like two feet away, basically just like screaming, like speaking oh, way too loud, considering how close we were to each other. <laughs> it was the best part of the wedding for me. Uh, it was amazing. And Ashley and I loved it so much. of spills and stains on your sofa wash away your worries with anabay anabay the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices that's right sofas from only 639 dollars anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly stain-resistant and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. 
Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. The next day, obviously, was the day of the wedding. And I wish so bad. So because that when you talked to us, um, you were like, Jared, I'd love for you to get ready with us. And I was like, I would be honored. I would love to hang out with you. So during the day, I was kind of hanging out and I saw your brothers walking around. So I was like, all right, I know they're not getting ready yet. But then it was like one o'clock-ish, one thirty, And I hadn't... Um, like heard from anybody and I texted you, Dean. I was like, you guys still getting ready? And then I was kind of looking around and I was like, I don't want to miss out if case they are getting all ready. So I was like, Ashley, I'm just going to head to Dean's cabin and just see like what's going on. So I walked over and <laughs> I felt so awkward because it was only you and the cameraman. Mm-hmm. And I knocked, I was like, oh, are you, are you guys getting ready? And you were like, no, we're not getting ready. But then that's when I saw that you cut your hair. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, you did it. <laughs> Fuck Yes. I, yeah, that whole haircutting thing was a bit of a debacle just because I wished that I had washed it. And I've gone on such a long rant about washing my hair. I should have washed it. I didn't wash it. But that whole thing was interesting. I completely misjudged the amount of time it would take me to get my hair cut, get dressed, and write my vows. And I thought that I was going to have like two hours to kill with all my buddies in the room, like just drinking beers and hanging out before the wedding started. But no, I like, like Jared came in. And the only other person that came in was my, one of my brothers, Ross. And I like had no time to like go and get all my friends and like bring them to the cabin and like get ready with me because I was con- I, from noon until well, from like 11, I guess, until 2 PM when I had to be ready for pictures, I was like doing something the entire time. So I like didn't have mm-hmm. a chance to like go get people and be like, Hey, we're getting ready. Let's go kind of thing, you know? Um, and Kaylin, I love that you had Emma come do your makeup oh, because She's the best, and she's also just a part of the family. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just, and it's cool because um, I don't know, like, we were talking, because Tanya's engaged, and she was like, oh, I think, I, you know, I'd love for Emma to be there, but I know she has another, like, Tanya has another friend that wants to do makeup, so we'll see. But it's also, I'm sure that you were very happy that Emma was with you mm-hmm. 
that day because it's your day. Yeah. You're the bride. And so, of course, you want your makeup to look great. And Emma does such an incredible job. But also, Emma's just the person that you want to be around mm-hmm. on the day of your wedding. Yeah. And, and someone kept telling me that. They're like, the person, your makeup artist is so important, not only for the way you look, but you're spending so much time with that person just like face to face all day. And she is the best person. She just kept me so calm and she's so fun and energetic. I love Emma. Shout out Emma. And your Wills. grandparents are the sweetest. Oh yeah. Uh your I didn't know your grandmother was like the most badass woman ever. Yeah. Uh and your grandfather's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It feels like she definitely dominates the relationship. 100%. <laughs> and that's the most adorable thing. <laughs> um and I, I Dean, I don't know if you remember at the reception afterwards cuz you were obviously like feeling it as you well should. It's your wedding day. But you're uh, Kaylin's Kaylin's grandmother wanted a tattoo. Yeah. And I went up to Dean. I was like, bro, Kaylin's grandmother wants to, you need to like get her at the front of the line before anybody else. And then you were like, yeah, but I want you to get a tattoo. And I was like, no, no, no. I I like, I want to get a tattoo. Trust me. But there's a huge line here, which was cool that everybody wanted a tattoo. Mm -hmm. We were excited. Everybody at that wedding wanted a tattoo. We were excited. To answer, I was kind of surprised by the amount of um, the amount of excitement about the tattoos. Like mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be like five or six or seven or ten of us that wanted tattoos, but there was a list of sixty, not sixty, because there was only seventy people at the wedding. But there was probably forty to fifty people on that list. Yeah, maybe and even more. What sucked is I didn't realize he wasn't going to size them, which it makes sense. But I also didn't realize they were going to be so big. Like Dean's ghost is huge. So that definitely cut some people from the list, which might have helped in hindsight. Good clean lines though. Actually, I haven't really looked at it yet until today. It's a good yeah, look good. It's a good ghost. And then yeah. So you have to get you have to get a tattoo uh with Kaylin's grandmother. Oh uh, yeah. She said she's gonna schedule the appointment. She told me that. Oh, I missed that. Maybe I should schedule it. You should. I should take the initiative on yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. I think you should take the initiative. Okay, okay that's uh, good. Time. But um yeah, uh, yeah, dude, you just looked straight up like Jack Dawson. It was insanity. Yeah, like you straight up. I just, it was. It just. It's I wish I lost my hair. I just wish it's I. It's okay. Move it. past it and accept the compliment. Oh, it's just we're gonna be looking at those pictures for the rest of our lives, and every time the first thing I'm gonna see is my greasy hair, and it's not bad, but there were some. No, pic- it looks good. There were some pictures where I like slicked it back and I like didn't settle back properly in time. Like also, now with- Dean has a mullet, and I I kind of like it. Yeah, the mullet plays. Place. You mean <laughs> slaps? The mullet plays. Okay. It slaps and plays. Interesting. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course my favorite part of any wedding is the ceremony because that's why we're all there to witness the union. What I find so cool, and obviously, you know, you guys are the ones that have gone through this, so I'm literally just witnessing everything. But you know, we always talk about family and obviously both of you have had stories about your own personal families. And so for me and Ashley as well, I could speak for her about this because we talked about it afterwards. What's so beautiful about weddings in general, but specifically your wedding is that it was the, of course not the beginning because you guys have been together for a while, but really the symbolism of you guys are family. Like, you know, it's 
I think just you two being each other's family now has such a gravity to it compared to other stories. Like, of course, Ashley and I are family and we love the symbolism of it and coming together. Um, but I think for you two with your own personal stories, I think that there's just a more of an impact to that moment of you two just joining to be one. And really, you know, the very, very infancy of your relationship and the beginning of your family and, and, you know, going down this path, uh, I just found beautiful and it was really cool to witness. And of course, you know, your guys vows, I mean, we're just, well, I, I picked over, um, Jackson. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Jackson did a great uh, I job. I mean, crushed it. Yeah. So good. So good. He was the perfect man for the job. We're, I'm glad we asked him because yeah. if it was some person we didn't know, it wouldn't have been good. And I he, don't know if any of your <laughs> other friends could have done what he did. I think Mike could have, but no, Jackson knows as much perfect. better than, yeah. yeah, Jackson was perfect. Yeah. Dude, Jackson crushed it, did such a good job, funny, entertaining, uh, emotional. Uh, just know you got, you know, I, I love an officiant that really. Um, is just personally chosen by the couple um, and can give really a perspective on both of you that other people don't have and really just make it personal. Because um, that's why we're there. We're there celebrating your love. That's one of the things that I love about speeches is that like, I want to, I want to witness you two. You know, I, I was telling Ashley, I, for, I forget if I told someone else too, but I was like on wedding days and wedding, you know, ceremonies, even at the Hurstenar, as creepy as this is going to sound, and it's not meant to be that, I just love watching you guys. Hmm. I love watching your interactions and you guys interact with each other and your friends and your family on your day because there's just so much happiness. Like I'm, you know, uh, so anyway, that's cool. But then your vows, your personal vows, again, just like Dean, you went first. Yeah. And just, bro, do you realize that everybody in that, area was crying like you that's oh that's, i can't even that's what people kept I saying i it. felt like i was blowing it because i was reading the notes for the like i just wrote them down i hadn't had a chance to like read them and kind of like get a pace for the vows and i remember reading it and then i remember like stuttering a couple times and literally looking into the crowd and be like i suck at this and then so like the oh. fact that people kept saying they were crying i was like what do you mean you were crying i was like i i didn't even know how to put a sentence together. Dude, well, yeah, you flubbed a couple times, but it was very endearing because it's like, up, oh, Dean. Uh, but it was, yeah, I, I think what happened, as, I can't even like get through it. As soon as you said, I want to talk about my mom, it was like, oh my God, here we go. Like, I can't handle this shit. Yeah. And you started speaking. And I think what makes it so, there's a couple things that were going through my head during this. Uh, one, uh, of course, you know, um, we've talked about the relationship that you had with your mom, the relationship that your brothers and your, your sister had with your mom. And so to hear you just kind of talk about it in a very grand, uh, environment, but very personal and vulnerable was emotional in itself. And, um, you know, just knowing how much she meant to you, how much you miss her and knowing that she was still, you know, very much there in spirit and I think also you telling these things, of course, like the person you're talking to is Kaylin, and we're just witnessing it. And so I think for us, you know, 
I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would imagine this is the scenario that the most important woman in your life up to this point has been your mother. Mm -hmm. And now you're kind of talking about your mom to the most important woman in your life now, which is Caitlin, Mm -hmm. is really just a powerful moment. And that I think had everybody in tears. And just, of course, like Dean, you being the golden retriever puppy you are and just the innocent man and like how everybody loves you. Just, yeah, a lot of tears. And then, of course, personally for me and Ashley, you know, I was thinking about your mom not being there and just how me personally, like the idea that I wouldn't be there for Dawson's wedding Mm. is just tough to swallow. Yeah. Like a thought I can't even process right now. For sure. um, That I can only pray doesn't happen. So. Yeah, a lot of emotions going on in that moment, man. Yeah, being a parent, I can imagine, must put a twist on the emotions when it comes to that kind of stuff because it's like the last thing you could even imagine is not being there at Dawson's wedding, you know? No. Yeah. Um, And so the whole thing are emotional. And then, Kaylin, you started beginning your vows and just the way that you talked about Dean and your relationship blossoming from how you guys started in paradise all those years ago to the moment that you are now and what Dean has done for you um, personally and within a relationship um, was just cool. Because I think what, Kalen, you present this, like you're very calm, cool, collective. Like even like we talked about the brain scans, like things that I didn't know about you in terms of like the fear that you have that I can relate to in terms of like, well, if something's happening in a week, I'm going to be depressed for a week because I just dread it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but you put on this exterior that like nothing bothers you. You have everything collected. Like you are just, for lack of a way of putting it, put together very, very well. And don't take this the wrong way, but that's just not the truth because you wouldn't be human if you weren't. Mm-hmm. You have your own story with your own family and how you were brought up. And I, I think you talking about those things in your vows and what Dean has done for you in a relationship stance and how you've kind of grown and you've grown individually, but also grown together with Dean over the past few years and having this moment where you guys finally make it official and put the rings on each other. It was just beautiful to witness. And um, you guys looked incredible, obviously. Some of those photos, damn, the, I didn't even know that you guys took photos in a boat. <laughs> like, goddamn, straight out of the notebook, man. Yeah, we debated on whose idea that was. I still think it was mine. We'll say it's yours. I think it was mine. Um, well, thanks, thanks, Jared. We appreciate yeah. the, the kind words. It was fun. It's so interesting to look back now because I've talked on this podcast before, not about how I wasn't excited for the wedding, but how I was. You've said that. You've said that. It just, it, yeah, okay, fine. Let's say that that's what I was saying, which maybe isn't too far from the truth. But now that it's over, I have like post wedding, uh, post trauma, yeah, post wedding depression, I guess it would be. Because now, like, you know, aside from having a kid, that's going to be the best day of our lives. It was so much fun having all of our friends together. It was so much fun, like, being the reason our friends were together, which I don't really often experience that. I hate hosting parties because I have the insecurity of like people not showing up as we've talked about so many times. And now knowing that like that grand event of our lives is behind us is kind of like saddening to me because it was so fun. And because it went so much better than I could have ever possibly dreamed of it going. Um, And now to know that's not going to happen again for ever 
is forever. Kind of, is kind of sad. Well, that's what's crazy is that Dean never wanted a wedding. He was like adamant. He wants to elope. He doesn't want this. He wasn't excited about it. Um, it was stressing him out. Like he made all of those things known. And then a few days after the wedding, he was like, we were just on a high, like still are. Of course. It's, it's just the best day of our lives. And he kept saying, oh my God, that was the best day of my life. That was the best weekend of my life. And just to hear him say that someone who didn't want a wedding is so cool. Yeah, it was great. And then it was so interesting too. We were hanging out in Aspen um, a couple of days afterwards. And one of my kind of friends from high school came walking by, tapped me on the shoulder and was like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. So you got married. Congratulations. I'm getting married this weekend in Snowmass, which is right, right next to Aspen. And I was like, oh, I've got so much advice for you. Like <laughs> relish every moment, understand like everything is, everyone's there for you you're, you know, you're the main event for the most part. And just make sure you cherish every single moment. Because if I could go back, it's not that I didn't cherish every moment because I really did. But I would say like, just take it all in because before you know it, it's going to be over and you're going to be wishing it never ended. And it's just so interesting to have such a, I like have, I don't think I've ever flipped on something so hard as I did about than I have about the wedding, you know? It's crazy to see, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and part of it here is, too is like hearing Jared and our other friends talk so positively about it. And I'm sure there were some people that maybe had some negative things to say mm -hmm. that we just don't hear, but all I've heard is the positive things. And just hearing about how this party that we put on for everyone went off so well and everyone had such a great time. It was just a very positive experience for me. Yeah, very positive and... Dean and I talked about this a little bit, just having friends that pump us up for marriage and get us so excited for marriage. Oh. Like Dean was talking to Josh and Josh was just telling him how awesome marriage is and how great it's been married, being married for two years and having friends that enjoy marriage and don't shit on it is pretty yeah. cool. It's so funny. I told Josh this so many times throughout the course of that weekend. I was like texting you, like thanking him for coming to the wedding before we, you know, just like when he RSVP'd for the wedding, I was like, thank you so much for coming. I can't wait to hang out with you guys he was like raving about marriage. He's like, marriage is the best thing. I just like kind of going on. And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> sure. I'm sure it is. You probably just like have to say that. And then last week I was playing golf with my buddies in LA and we're on like the 12th tee or something like that. And I've had a couple beers and I was just like standing up there. No one said a word for like 30 seconds. And I was just like, I said this out loud. I was like, marriage is fucking awesome, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, shoot, I'm becoming the guy that like preaches marriage, but granted one of the guys that I play golf with regularly is married. And he was like, yeah, it is. And then like to my two single friends, I just feel like I'm the guy that's like trying to preach this gospel of marriage, but it's true. Yeah. It's like marriage. It, I, we're a weekend. So who really knows how things are going to go, but a weekend, I like, I'm so happy to be a husband. And like, it's, it's the coolest thing I've ever done hands down. And I like, I'll say it till the day I die is marriage is way cooler than I ever possibly thought it could have been. So it's going well. It's going well. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but we're glad you guys had fun. We're glad you guys stayed warm because I know that you were uh, stressed out about that. No, it was great. Uh, it was awesome. So thank you again for having us. Yeah. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. 
Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Hey everyone, it's Sophia Bush, host of the podcast Work in Progress. I am thrilled to tell you that Work in Progress is back for a third season. My friends, it has never been more important than right now for us to have all of these big conversations. Together, we are going to get educated, a little bit enlightened, and we will definitely be entertained. I started Work in Progress because I'm a curious person and I realized there are so many people I get to speak to that are fascinating and rare. (laughs) And so I thought, why not take these conversations out into the world? I'm gonna be having deep chats with thought leaders, newsmakers, celebrities, entertainers, authors, elected officials, and more. You can join us and listen to Work in Progress on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I do want to uh, talk about like the biggest dating news in all the world. Oh, uh, Taylor and Travis. Oh, is that it? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I. What other else is the biggest dating world you, news? In you the must whole, be whole in a unique situation because you're a big NFL football fan. You, so are you. Oh well, yeah, but I, I don't give one crap about Taylor Swift, but you. Or married to Ashley, who I'm sure cares very deeply. And Kaylin cares as well. But yep. I don't think anyone cares harder than Ashley about that type of stuff. Like pop culture, Taylor Swift's type of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, intricacies. There's a lot of going on here. Yeah. I'll tell you what. As a football fan, I, I am so sick of it. I don't want to see Taylor Swift on my screen every time Travis Kelsey gets mentioned mm-hmm. on Sunday Night Football. I don't want to have to watch the Giants game the next night and still have to be hearing about Taylor Swift. Um, but... 
them trying to pull, pull their her lyrics into every single aspect oh of the show. Gosh. I agree, it's too much. I am just so confused by their relationship because she's so private and was so private for so long. Then she dated Matt Healy, was kind of public. And this is like so public. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. She, yeah. It feels like, contrived. Travis is cute, but like. Travis is hot. Taylor can get anywhere. No, Travis is hot. Travis Kelsey's not hot, bro. Well, he's hilarious and he's hot. He's, and he's like the herald that is as the best tight end of our generation. So he's got a lot going on. Okay, but for him. Taylor Swift doesn't care about football. It makes sense for her to use him to bolster her singing career. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah, obviously. He's lifting her up. Uh, wait a minute. You think, just quickly, hands down the best tight end of our time? I would, oh, Gronk, yeah, good point, good point. Well, you know, I don't know, it's a, it's a debate. Anyway, point being, uh, listen, just, it's it's getting too much. I respect Taylor so much, and that's why it's like, bro, Travis Kelsey, all right, like, I guess, like, I like the fact that she's dating a man, you know, yeah. like a, like a, like, you know. He's a man. Football player, like, yeah, that's a man. You know, she usually goes for a more feminine man, yeah. but that's totally fine. Yep. But like, I, I like her changing her, her, uh, her likes, but it's just like, it's not going to last. Like the, no. everybody in the world knows this will not last, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Just have fun date. But like the idea that these Swifties are now twisting themselves into a pretzel about how like, Oh no, we're going to love Travis Kelsey. We're going to love the NFL. This is great. Even though, you know, in six months mm-hmm. when it doesn't end well, and she writes a song that says like, I dated the football player yeah. and we're like, yeah, we hate Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's just going to end that way, which is totally fine. But the over, like, dude, I don't mind. Of course, like, it's pretty cool. Like, Oh, when the first time it happened, it was like, Oh, Taylor's in the suite. That's pretty cool, dude. It's getting way too much. Mm-hmm. It's getting overboard. I, the Kansas city chiefs are now the evil empire to me. Like I am rooting against <laughs> them every single time they play and I'm rooting against them. And I pray that when they lose, there's just a shot of T Swift in the owner's booth or whatever booth she's in just sitting there. Cause it's like, it's time to just, jump in. I, I root against them now. Yeah. It makes me sad. It, I was watching this TikTok video the other day. It was so funny. It was these two guys sitting down watching football, big chiefs fans. And they were like going through Taylor Swift's past relationships. And they were like, yeah, so Taylor Swift dates guys typically for about two months. That puts us at week 12 of the NFL season. That means Travis Kelsey is going to hit a major slump week 12 in the major crunch time for the playoffs. Like, And then Travis Kelsey is going to start playing so horribly because he's going to get this onslaught of negativity from all the Swifties. The Chiefs are screwed. We're not going to win another Super Bowl. And it was just like so funny how like, because you're right, Jared, like they're going to presumably they'll break up at some point. Yeah. Unless they get married. That's awesome if they do, because marriage is awesome. <laughs> But awesome, but just but that will not happen. Both of their track records combined, because Travis Kelsey is kind of a serial dater as well, I, I think at least. And like, yeah, do you remember he had a show called Catching Kelsey? Yeah, mm-hmm. so cringe. That's right, so cringe. Tanner Tolbert, his sister was on that show. <laughs> oh. I did not know that. That's funny. Wow, it's going to be interesting if they break up in the middle of the season because it will have an impact. Regardless of whether we, regardless of whether we'll see it or not, it will have some sort of impact on mm-hmm. Kelsey and the Chiefs, and it's just going to be curious to see that because they are, you know, every year it seems like they're Super Bowl contenders, like the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and this could either help them or hurt them. If they're going to stay together, the she and she wants the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, they have to break up like in, in March. March. <laughs> exactly right. They have to make it to at yeah. least March. Also, should we talk about our house before we go? Yeah. So uh, one of my favorite things about the wedding is the aftermath. We were in Aspen on our mini moon. 
in the hotel and Caitlin was just like sitting on the couch in the hotel room. She's like, I just love it here so much. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. I tell you all the time about how this is the best place in the world. And she like is kind of like would always like nod her head and like agree with me, but she didn't really have a full understanding of how great it is. No, out I there. did because every time we go to Aspen, I would be so sad when we left and I always felt like it wasn't enough time. But I think what it really took was the wedding weekend for you to be like this place is what it's hyped up to be. Yeah. But if you put it all you on, buy a house then in it's Aspen. like, I'm going to, uh, well, we put in an offer. We, we extended our oh mini moon and we, we stayed an extra day. We stayed at the St. Regis, which was awesome. And probably the only time we'll be able to stay there. Um, and then we saw two houses with our realtor and the second house is the one. So we've been, we thought by now we'd know. Yeah. It's been a longer process than I thought. We submitted an offer. We got pre-approved for a loan. We're like going through the process of hopefully finalizing this. We did under, under shoot lowball the offer a little yeah, bit. Well, if you look at the neighborhood, all of the houses are at a certain price and ours is way above. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to bring them down a bit, but yeah, he won't give us a price back. Like we gave him an offer. He won't counter offer with us. He's just like, well, what's your number? I'm like, we mm-hmm. gave you our number. Well, what's yeah. your highest? Well, that is our highest. It's a, it's a little more um, involved because it's a new construction house. And yeah. so that, like we went and viewed it, but it was just the framing was done. And so we didn't see any finishing. We didn't see any drywall. We didn't see any flooring, nothing like that. But it's on a golf course, which is awesome. And Jackpot. it's big. It's like a four bedroom, five bath house. Four bed, six bath. Yeah. 3,300 square feet. So it's perfect for kids and we wouldn't have to move again. That's, that's the thing is we would buy this house and because like we're not going to raise our kids in Vegas. No chance. And we would buy this house and, I, <laughs> and it would just be like the perfect house to have two little kids running, five little kids running around in, 17 run, little kids <laughs> running around in. So this is in Aspen. Um, right outside of Aspen. Yeah, it's a few towns down. Did you guys fly into Aspen or fly into Denver and drove? Aspen. Yeah, so you didn't drive through this town then. This is, it's further down. It's further down Valley Keelan saying not to say the town. Well, you just said it's on a golf course. We're just going to give away exactly where There's we live. There's like nine golf yeah, courses yeah, yeah. in the valley there. <laughs> but it just made my heart so happy to hear her want, because like I've always wanted to live in the valley again, but I can't, I, I can't just... Uh, transfer that yearning for, for onto you. Like you had to come to that conclusion yourself. And the fact that you did is so awesome because I grew up there and it's, it's a, it's a bubble in a good way. Like, you know, you're kind of cut off from the rest of the world in a way that like, you're not worried so much about crime. You're not worried so much about all of these like geopolitical things that are going on. Of course you still care about them, but they don't affect you so much on a day-to-day basis. And so to give our kids the same luxury of growing up in a town like that would be so, it's similar to like you moving back to Rhode Island, you mm-hmm. know, Mm-hmm. You, you love your childhood so much. And so you want to give Dawson a similar experience. And it's the same for me. Like, yeah. I want my kids to be able to go hiking and skiing and growing up on a golf course, my kids are going to be sticks with the golf clubs. It's going to be awesome. Obviously. And the next tiger, it's just, it's just so I, we're probably not going to get this house. We're, Hey, we're banking. Well, of course we want it really bad, but it's like, I don't think we should put all our eggs in this basket. And if we don't get this one, then we'll just continue to look for something else yeah. that might be suitable for us. But just the fact that it's even within the realm of conversation is so exciting for me. Hopefully next week we'll have a number. It's just yeah. been drawn out quite it, a bit. It's so interesting too, because when I was living in LA, I was looking at people that still lived in the Valley and I was like, how could you still live there? There's so much more world to see. There's so many more people to meet, so many more things to do. And now that I'm 32 and married, I'm like, all I want to do is get back to that quiet little town and start a life. And and if I were to do, if I, I don't know what kind of business I want to get into at some point in my life, but it would involve building things or some sort of type of like creative thing. And I think that that would uh, benefit that type of stuff as well. 
mm-hmm. living in a small town like that where creativity is kind of like apexing out there like in a smaller town i don't know i don't know how to explain mm. it yeah also real quick i don't know if this is true and i need to look into it maybe i shouldn't even speak on it but it. someone said that uh they're trying to pass a bill so if you leave la you have to pay taxes there for 10 years mm. that doesn't set. yeah That's i crazy. should fact check it but that would be crazy and good thing we got out when we did yeah all yeah. of us i gotta be honest that sounds like la which is so frustrating yeah, yeah. It's like we were but so like, good to you. How, you have to pay taxes for ten years. How can you not let people years. leave? It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. LA is great. I do love LA. Yeah, but I'm happy we got out, and I'm happy we're not yeah. settling down there. It's just funny that our price range. We were looking at houses in LA, and they were less expensive than the house we're going to buy in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, it's just prices have gone up. It's the market these days. You know, it's the market these <laughs> days. <laughs> Um, yeah, so hopefully we get a house in Colorado. Obviously, we'll keep you guys updated on the podcast because it is an ever-changing um, situation that we're in right now. We did, we, we've moved really fast up to this point and now it kind of seems like everything's come to a screeching halt. Halt. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. It, it Yeah. It's frustrating for me. Dean doesn't think it's frustrating. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, you still have a great house in Vegas. There's really no rush. I mean, I hope you guys get this house, but even if you don't, I mean... It kind of makes it fun where you can also still continue looking. Yeah. It's always nice house hunting, uh, frustrating as it is. That's what I keep telling Kaylin. It's like, yeah, of course we want to be there sooner rather than later, but we're not in any rush because we have this house. Yeah. And then like if we were to buy this house in Colorado, what would we do? Would we sell this house or would we rent it out? Because our rate is so good in this house and it'd be crazy to th- like our interest rate is like 2.9% and you are not going to see that probably ever again in our lives. And so it'd just be crazy Definitely to sell not. a house at that rate, you know? It's just there's a lot to a lot to process, and it's just it's just so great to see that Kaylin's so motivated. It's all good to things though. There. All good things. Yeah. All good things. Minus all the, exciting things. The new mortgage would not be a good thing. Yeah. It'd be expensive, <laughs> but oh, that's all right. Yeah. You know, you'll just find uh, a nothing. Way. No, you'll find a way. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find a way. Yeah, we're gonna find a way. Um, but I guess that's probably gonna do it. How much longer are you in Dallas yeah. for? Uh, I leave Sunday, so filming some B-roll outside of Dallas right now. I head down immediately after this podcast. Um, We interviewed this woman, Miss Opal Lee, who is 97 years old, and she is such an inspirational story. She was born in Fort Worth, born and raised there, which is like 20 minutes out of Dallas. She's the grandmother of Juneteenth. Um, she is the one who was able to really push for Juneteenth to become a federal holiday. And she was there when President Biden signed it into office and she actually has the pen that he used. Wow. So it was just, it's great hearing her story. And she's just uh, uh, an amazing human being who does uh, like so much work than I could even fathom. She still, she still is dropping off. She was like, I got to drop, she's 97 years old. She doesn't drive anymore. She has someone drive her. She's like, I got to drop 10 boxes of food off at this local church um, to hand out. And she's like, I do it every day. And I'm like, oh my God. That's amazing. Some people are really good at making you feel like a piece of crap. (laughs) Seriously. She's just like in the world. Yeah. Right. And we won't be that great ever. But anyway, so doing some cool stuff like that. And so it's fun. It's cool. I'm excited. Nice, man. Well, congratulations anyway. on uh, branching out on your own and yeah. getting rid of that old ball and chain of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get her out of the way. Yeah. This Cong- woman. That's awesome. Um, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Jared, thank you for carving time out of your busy uh, filming schedule out there. Uh, you guys are very busy as well, so don't worry about it. We're not busy. Trust me. <laughs> we take we take one call with a realtor a day and it lasts 10 minutes. That's not busy. 
Um, but Sounds like a great th- day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Everyone out there who listened, be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help. We suck at being newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 